Hey there, Donna Ashton here for some real talk. Honestly, I don't like working that much, but I do like to make a lot of money. And I'm here to help you work less and make more so you can have your dream business. To be the boss on your terms, work when you want, from where you want, and maybe take Fridays off. This show is for coaches, consultants, and experts who want to leverage their time, make a bigger impact, and earn more money without working harder. Here's what you'll get on my show. Successful entrepreneurs revealing their best tips for a laptop lifestyle, my strategy and tools for creating courses, and the latest marketing trends to get your course sold. Basically, stories of real people living their dream business who also have the freedom to enjoy it. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Work Less, Make More podcast. I am Whitney McDuff, and I have the pleasure today of interviewing your host of the podcast, Miss Donna Ashton. I'm super excited to be here. Donna, I'm so glad that you have launched this. It's going to be such an incredible resource. I'm super excited. I can't wait, and I'm so glad that you're here with me for the first episode and going to kind of shine a light and interview me instead of the other way around. I love it. So tell us a little bit about your journey in business. I mean, you have been here like since the beginning with these online courses. You've helped me. Um, I had a really successful online course launch with Donna. She just was a treasure of knowledge and really opened up a whole new arm for my business. So I'm so grateful for you and all the knowledge that you have given me and um, just allowed me to work less and make more. I, I'm just <laughs> thrilled. But tell us, you weren't always an online course expert. Tell us no. about your journey in this field. Yeah. So it's, uh, you know, I way back before kids, I worked a little bit in corporate. I dabbled around um, with my own business. I think really soon after working in corporate, I knew that was not the place for me. There was just too many rules too many people telling me what to do. And I knew I couldn't do that for very long. So right. I knew I wanted to start my own business, but I just didn't know what it would be. And just for some behind the scenes things, I um, actually, my first business, I grew herbs and sold them to restaurants in Charlotte. Uh, when I lived in Charlotte, I loved herbs and plants. And that was my first foray into doing something on my own. And I was literally working a full-time job at the time. So I would get up at five o'clock in the morning, go out and cut the herbs because they would put their orders in like every night and I had to get the herbs ready. And my mom, bless her heart, would come over and grab my whole bundle and deliver it to the restaurant. And then they would invoice me. So it was, just, I had no idea what I was doing. It was just me jumping in. And then we moved down here to uh, Polly's Island, South Carolina. And um, anyway, I, I did some other things. When I had kids, I started growing flowers again. And I, I drove to Florence and went to the Florence Flower Show. And I sold hummingbird gardens for a few years. But it was just too hard having twins that were like four and they were like running around. We were homeschooling. So I needed to find something where I could do it from home. I was also doing some garden design and my husband said, if I can find something that I do from home or I can talk on the phone, I will make a million dollars. So <laughs> kind of a joke, <laughs> but I talk about that and I go back to that. And um, so I just thought I need to do something online, you know, and I, you know, this was way back in like 2009. 
-hmm. So um, I was homeschooling and my kids were just starting first grade. And I was very passionate. We did Waldorf-inspired homeschooling. And so I was having a hard time with what I was doing with that. And I thought, I bet there are other moms out there who are having issues too. I think I'll start a website and start interviewing teachers and experts and authors and like curriculum people who had, had curriculum. So that's how um, I started my business, which was called the Waldorf Connection. And I just started interviewing people. I had no idea what I was doing. And I just started um, selling these interviews as like um, little almost like a tell like a mini telesummit little like I would have like four or five little interviews and then I would sell them as like a little you know bundle or whatever I, I again I didn't know what I was doing I remember the first time I ever did like back then this was teleseminars this is before webinars mm -hmm. because people didn't have smartphones or they were just starting and again, and I remember um I had 40 people sign up for my first thing and I just thought that was like the most amazing and I remember my very first teleseminar it was at I think four o'clock in the afternoon and I was just interviewing someone it wasn't even like me so at like 10 o'clock I went into the room to get ready I don't know what I did for like six hours but <laughs> I was so nervous I just was like I don't know it was crazy so it fast forward a little bit um, you know it was a hard time to start a business but I, I wanted to do something it was not mostly for the money, but it was like, I have these two kids, I'm at mm -hmm. home schooling them, uh, they're seven now, I have twins, I need something else that's my own. Plus, I was really passionate about what we were doing. So I was making a little bit of money, but it was just like, ooh, here's some extra money for the dance lessons, or here's some extra mm -hmm. money for, you know, uh, whatever, going out to eat or whatever. Because um, my husband was working in the building industry and had a good job and all of that. But then this was now the end of 2009 and 2010 rolled around. And I know that like the recession seemed to start earlier in other places, but it definitely trickled down to us in 2010 when my husband lost his job in the building industry. So it was, um, you know, a really rough time. Um, we were like, oh, that's fine. We've got a 401k. We've got all this stuff. But um, it really went really quickly away <laughs> to where we tapped out all of that. And um, it was a really, um, you know, for everyone I know, it wasn't just us, but I was homeschooling. Mm -hmm. So I was like, what, you know, the only jobs around here are in the tourism. You know, it's like restaurants or hotels. And I'm like, what are we going to do? We, we were trying to pay our bills, but the one bill we weren't paying was our mortgage because it was the largest bill. And we, um, we just kept getting further and further behind and we didn't know what we were going to do. Cause I'm like, what can I do? Should I go get a job somewhere? Do I have to put my kids into school to do that? Like it wasn't just about me going and getting a job. It was also, right. I would have to put the kids into school. And so one day we were sitting in our kitchen and a man pulled up in the driveway and started taking pictures of our house. And I knew that was the mortgage company about to start foreclosure. Like if oh, we were that wow. far behind and they were taking, and I was like, I started crying. And I was like, holy crap, we're going to lose this house that we had planned to like live in forever. Right. Nice. And just, what am I going to do? We've got kids. Where are we going to go? And it was just a horrible thing. So I was like, after I cried for like a couple of days, I was like, okay, I have to do something. I have this business. 
I have to be able to do something. Of course, my husband was trying to find a job somewhere, but you know what it was mm -hmm. like. So I literally went to a friend and borrowed a thousand dollars, which felt like a lot of money at that time, which it mm -hmm. was. And I borrowed a thousand dollars to, to take a course on how to set up an online program because I didn't know what else to do. And I said, this is our last shot. This is the gamble. This is what, I don't know what, what else. There's no plan B here. We're, do, you know, plus I'm thinking if this doesn't work, I have to, how am I going to pay her back on top of everything else? Right. So it was one of those where it was like a live thing and I had classes every week. And I literally was like creating my thing as I went because I didn't have any extra time. So at the time I launched my first program, this was like the fall of 2010. Mm -hmm. And I had about 1500 people on my homeschool list at the time. So I had, a, you know, I had some following going and I launched it out and I made $7,455, I remember. And it, it was like getting a million dollars at yeah. the time. Because I know that doesn't sound like a lot or maybe it does, but when you're like four months behind on your everything, you know, where else am I going to come up with $7,500, right. you know? That's amazing. So it changed everything. And I was like, holy crap. We, you know, it saved our house and not, but you know, and that's all the good things. But the other thing was the realization that, oh my gosh, like, look at what this can do. And so it changed my business. It changed our lives. And, um, I, I relaunched that course three months later, same course and made like another, I can't remember another $8,000 or $8,700 or something like that. So mm -hmm. then I knew this is like an asset that I can tap into. And it really changed the direction of where I went. And I started creating another course and another course. So that's how the courses became part of my business model and um the power behind that and it's like hey and i've used these for so many things over the years my uh a friend of mine uh, who i'll probably interview later on she she talks about when i i spoke at an event and that was the washer dryer sale so literally like one summer like within two weeks our washer broke and then our dryer broke and it was like oh you know and it's the summertime is usually kind of a slower time. And, and, and um, I was like, I just need some cash. So I had this washer, I literally had a washer dryer sale. And it was like, I just put some of my courses on, you know, on sale, boom. So I'm like, okay, cash to go buy them, you know? So it was, she thought that was so interesting awesome. to kind of use it as, you know, obviously you want income coming in, but you know, just if you need something or you have to go on vacation or your washer and dryer breaks, you can, mm -hmm. you know, use your course. So that's when I really became super passionate about that. And, you know, just the fact that I didn't have time to have private clients. I have mm -hmm. homeschooling my kids most of the day, plus running the household and the family, you know, they were young. So I didn't have a lot of time for private clients. And I, I didn't even know that that's the way most people set their businesses up. <laughs> you're supposed to work with clients first, and then you're supposed to do the other thing. <laughs> I just bypassed all of that and said, I'm going to do this course thing. So I literally had no private clients. It was all a one-to-many programs and courses, and it just grew and grew and grew with, um, you know, I started having some like core programs that I would launch out in my homeschool business, and they would come out certain times of the year, which really created this urgency. This is the, you know, you can't get into this program until next fall, or you can't get into this program until next spring. So it was like this launch I would do. 
And as I went, it just became sort of a natural thing. People started asking me, show me how to do that. You know, some of the moms in my group, some of the colleagues that I was, you know, in other masterminds or things with. So I started kind of doing that on the side. And then um, as things progressed, my kids ended up going to school later on. And um, I kept my business running, but I, I wanted to get into the business aspect. I love the marketing and the business side of, of courses. So I launched um, at the beginning of 2016, my Donna Ashton coaching. So I literally had two businesses running where I started just teaching people how to do courses. And I was still kind of, I had a streamlined thing going over there in the homeschool business. Mm -hmm. So I did that. And then uh, about two years ago, I sold the Waldorf connection. So, and at first I was like, I'm not going to tell anybody. Like I felt weird. Like, I don't know, like I sold my passive income or something. I, I don't uh -huh. know. But then when I started talking to people, they're like, are you kidding me? You created something you could actually sell like that is really amazing. And I'm like, awesome. oh, I, I didn't think of it that way. So I'm like, okay, because I made multiple hundreds of thousands of dollars with this business over the years. And then I was able to sell it to a colleague who could kind of nurture it and kind of, you know, take over this baby that I had built and kind of run with it and kind of take it to a new level. So um, then I've been just doing this full time, you know, helping people uh, create courses um, since, I guess it was summer of 2018. So just about two years. That's so cool. I never knew that backstory. I mean, yeah. you really had your back against a wall. Mm -hmm. And it's so often that's what happens, right? We get in that corner and it forces us to have the courage to make a move. And yeah, there was so many no times it ends up being I mean, the best yeah, thing that was, ever happened. There was nothing else. Like I could, we didn't know what else we could do. You know, there was nothing. Else. We had to do something really uh, uh, big. And um, I didn't know that was what it was going to be, but you know, you never know. Right. And here I am years right. later, right. That's 10 so years cool. later. <laughs> yeah. So what is one thing that you wish that you'd known when you started this, online adventure? One thing I wish I'd known. Um, well, a couple things. I think one thing is I didn't have any idea what it was going to turn into. Like it was just sort of like I had no, not I say I didn't have a vision, but I just didn't really know what was going to be happening. So there was a lot of um, trial and error and a lot of starting this and then trying this and then, you know, like trying things out and then not having a real end goal or I, I certainly would have never thought I would be selling the business, you know, kind of right. thing. So I think, um, and that just may be something that maybe no one knows where they're going to head. Like we evolve and, you know, I would have done things a little bit different or had, you know, um, done things in a more streamlined way, but maybe I needed that, you know, maybe that was what made me what I am today. You know, maybe mm -hmm. that kind of, going is um, sometimes you have to evolve as a person. They say the best way to personal development is to start a business. And I think that's so true. Like I'm, I've grown in so many ways from where I was to now, like I'm just, you know, each year I feel like I kind of shed that old skin and kind of move into something. Um, I think one of the biggest things I would say is to get out of my own way. If I could, you know, because the biggest thing is, I learned to do this on a, a bootstrapping it. Mm -hmm. So I, I did all my tech. I did all my, I did everything. I built my own website. I did all my stuff. 
And so I learned it somehow, I don't know how, but, um, and so that was great at the beginning, but also a big um, hurdle for me and still is to some degree letting go and letting someone else who can do it a lot faster and better than I can. <laughs> um, you know, trying to say, I'm not the one who has to do everything. So I think I would have done that a lot sooner. Mm-hmm. And I think I would have grown faster and got out of my own way for that. Because then suddenly it was like, oh my gosh, I don't have to do all the things. I don't have to be the one doing everything. I can have hire out. I can have a team. I can have someone come and clean the house once in a while. Like I don't have to be the one doing everything. And I'm sure that that will probably resonate because I think that's probably everybody's problem at the beginning, right? (laughs) (laughs) I I find that most high achievers (laughs) struggle with with that. So I think that will definitely resonate with a lot of people. So looking back, I mean, you've obviously been very successful. Looking back, what would you say was your biggest failure and what did you learn from that? Um, my biggest failure, well, I've had, you know, I've had many failures along the way, like we said. Right. <laughs> so, um, I think one of the biggest things is, uh, and this is something I teach, but I, I guess I had to learn it the hard way is to just, think that you know what everybody needs, like think what you know what your clients need. So I, at one time in particular, I had, um, I don't know if you've heard the story before, but um, I was coming up, like I asked my group, as my group got bigger, I would send out like a yearly survey, you know, what are your biggest challenges and whatever. And I did ask, um, but I didn't ask the right questions. And they were all told me, these were homeschool moms with sometimes with three and four kids. So mm-hmm. Their biggest issue was um, how to get it all done. Like how to be a mom and homeschool. And, you know, while the dog is throwing up and, you know, and all the things, changing mm-hmm. diapers and how to get everything done. So like after I took my survey, 95% of my people were like, oh my God, this is what I need. So I'm like, this is great. I'm going to create the course. I did the whole course, created it all out. And then two people bought it. And I was like, what happened? (laughs) I was was angry. And for the first time ever, I went back to them and was like, hey, you told me this is what you wanted. Like what happened here? And they were like, well, we're one income families. We only have so much of a budget and we would rather spend the money that we have on curriculum or art supplies. They thought that like getting everything done, like it's sort of about work-life balance kind of a thing or homeschool Mm -hmm. balance thing that they should be able to figure it out on their own. So it was a huge lesson to me that not that, that people want stuff, but not won't always pay for it. Right. So even though they all told me this was their biggest challenge, they weren't willing to dip into the budget and pay for it because they thought they didn't see the value. They thought they should be able to figure it out. So that became one of the big things that I teach, as you know, (laughs) being in my, like making sure you find the migraine problem that people will pay for and really, really want. So what I ended up doing was I had to bundle up that course, which was all about balancing your day and Mm -hmm. put it into another course, which was about how to homeschool your child, you know, how to set up the homeschool, because I know that was the very first step they needed. 
yet they didn't they didn't see it they didn't value it enough even though they they had to start with that so sometimes what people say they really want um is not what they will they will pay for so that was a huge lesson it was a pretty big fail um and uh, the other thing i think was that i kept doing the same launching 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 mm -hmm. over and over again i think this might have been a bigger fail that i was sort of stuck with what i had been doing in the past and not keeping up with what was happening in the market with launching and you know i've been around now almost 11 years doing this and mm -hmm. things change as you know what worked a few years ago doesn't work today you know what worked six months ago who knows before covid right may not work today so we have to stay up and i think i got sort of stuck in that launch rut of well i've got this big business over here in my homeschool business and i can just rely on this but then when that was gone and i was sort of starting over i was like oh this isn't working the way it did before and it was right. a lot harder to build a list in 2016 and 2017 than it was in 2010. So I had to get out and I had to kind of almost go back to the drawing board and start from scratch. And that's when I invested in how to learn how to do a funnel because I, that's when that turned. And I was stuck at this level of, of income mm -hmm. that I was very frustrated with. And I was like, you know, I couldn't make it six figures. I was stuck at like the 60 to $70,000, which is not bad for part-time, mm -hmm. but I, I had goals of like a million dollars. So I wanted right. to go and I couldn't get there. So, and the funnel was what did it for me. So the funnel was a huge turning point in my business, creating an automated funnel, something where I didn't have to keep launching over and over and over and over again. And then that um, year, I got to six figures. So it was a big turning. It was a fail because I had waited so long. And then it was a big learning piece for me to go. I need to keep up with what's happening in the market. I need to be out in front of what's working and, and it worked. So that's awesome. Yeah. So we talked a little bit about learning when to delegate and expand your team and on all of those things and getting out of our own way, which I think resonates with everyone. Um, what are some other resources that you use to help you work less and make more? Yeah, that's a good question. And like I said, you know, for a while I was running such a lean um, business that I did everything myself, but then I was like, I need some tools. And with the funnel came some things that I needed to, to do. Mm -hmm. And in order to run that, I had to switch to a different platform and a different software instead of, you know, um, cobbling eight things together to make it work. I had to switch in and invest in a higher end software system, you know, that would run that. And that was a big turning, that was, that was a big piece for me. And I use Kartra, which is what I recommend and what I teach inside of my, um, you know, inside of my, my courses, it's similar to like ClickFunnels or Kajabi, some of those other all-in-one platforms. But not only was it, um, it ended up actually saving me money, but I didn't realize at the time because I was like paying for all these other things. And then it all went together that what, there was so much this, this thing could do for me mm -hmm. that I had been doing myself. So that's one resource, getting the right software and shortcutting 
what you, you know, what you're doing, like creating some systems and things that you can not have to reinvent the wheel every time over and over again, like actually creating out some social media calendar so that you don't have to go, Oh my God, what am I going to talk about today? Right. Or what am I, all of those things that I was a very reactive business owner. And, um, and over the last two years, I really think I'm moving into being a seven figure business owner and you can't run you know, a business at six, you know, at, at is a hundred thousand dollars. That's one thing, but to move into multiple hundreds of thousands of dollars and move into a million, you've got to come from a different place. So I've been trying to, to move into a hiring team, hiring a person to do my website, hiring a person to do my, you know, headshots instead of having my daughter take them, you know, hiring <laughs> someone to, <laughs> to do, um, you know, things that sales pages that I've been writing for years, like all that stuff that I was always, that I was doing, like this looks way better now. So just like letting go of that and moving into a good VA, a good virtual assistant who can really be your right hand mm -hmm. um, and good systems and things like good social media. Um, I don't even know she's doing that now. I don't even have to do that anymore. Like some of those hoot suites and all of that, but uh -huh. For me, it was just like getting a handle. Another really great resource I will tell you um, I, is a book that I read, Profit First. If you haven't read this, I know I recommend it with, by Mike Michalowicz. An amazing uh, book on when money starts to come or even before it starts to come, how to set your um, accounts and things up. Because I was like, I had everything in my PayPal account, you know, not ideal. So I moved into, um, you know, structuring my business. So I have a tax account and I have a profit account and I have a pay, a Donna's pay account that I actually pay myself. So that's an amazing resource. Um, profit first, if you're just getting started, or even if you're just starting to make money, if you don't already, I'm not a real numbers and money person, but I'm getting so much better. And I am so much better because I've, I've had some of these things and actually put them into play. So there's That's a couple awesome. of key resources that really make a difference. That's great. Yeah, I'll def definitely check that out. And <clears throat> we'll put that link in the, the podcast information yeah, so the show that everybody notes, can, yeah. can check that out as well. So what's a common myth about the online course world that you have the opportunity to, to debunk now with everybody? Yeah, there's a couple of them. I think one, people... Um, I kind of talked about it already. People think they can just put together something and it's a course. Like they just, you know, are going to sit behind their desk and I've got a great idea and I'm going to put this course together. And I think I've seen people like, Hey, take a look at this. What do you think? And it's, it's, um, I mean, it's great information, but it's not, it's not a course that's going to take them from where they are now to get them to this transformation. I think people don't understand how to put something together. Mm -hmm. They think they can just, here, I have some PowerPoints and some videos, and I'm just going to put that in. That's going to be a course, but a course is a lot more. It's really taking into consideration where your ideal people are right now, your students, and like, where do they want to go and what are the steps to get there so it makes sense and has a flow to it that's digestible. So I think that's one thing is people are like, especially those who are like, I'm a, I'm a teacher or I'm a, um, some kind of professional like curriculum writer. So I, I get these, I talk to people and like, I know how to do that part. And then I look at it, I'm like, <laughs> so that's one. I think technology is the other. 
you yeah. know, because technology is either like, people are like, oh my gosh, I am like, I can't even think about doing that. Or I'm so busy. I don't want to do that. Right. When it comes to the technology of putting a course together, you know, getting a funnel together to sell your course. But I think that could hold people back because there are so many things out there, these software things, you can't even imagine what it was like doing a course in 2010. <laughs> I mean, I don't even want to go what it was like to try to get something together. Like the things that are out now, the technology that's out there for courses these days is so amazing compared to what we had to deal with way back when, when it was just looked horrible and was clunky and just was ridiculous. So the tech is there and you don't have to be the one that does it. You know, right. you can hire it out. You can, you know, have someone put your funnel together. You can, I still feel like you need to do the learning, the teaching. I mean, the, like be the face and, and then record, but you can, you don't need, I, people will come to me. I'm hiring a professional videographer and all of this. I'm like, you don't have to do that. You can, the iPhones are great, you know, these days to record the, the, you know, the MacBooks are great to record these days. So I think don't be afraid of, t of the technology. That's a big myth. Don't let the technology holds you back from doing this when you really want to do it. I think that's such a great point. <clears throat> and people are, they're there for the information. Yeah. Like I think sometimes our imposter syndrome gets in the way and we feel like everything has to be perfect. Yeah. Like people just want the information, like they do. deliver it. And, and again, get out of your own way. So true. we're all so guilty of that for sure. Yeah. So who in this circle, like I know you are, super passionate about being a business owner and helping other business owners and you're constantly connecting people like who has been a great influence for you and who do you look to and to for advice and yeah well after, <laughs> yeah well I listen to a lot of audiobooks as we mm -hmm. talked earlier I think without having some mentors and some thing to strive for it's really hard to do this. So I will say from the beginning, I had, well, once I kind of got into actually having a business, I hired some business coaches and some mindset coaches. So I'm a real advocate of that. And I know my husband for a while was kind of like, you're spending a lot of money on these people. Why can't you just figure it out yourself? And I'm like, you can't, it's really hard to do that because you only know what you know. Right. And you only can see what's possible for you based on what you've already accomplished. And I think that having other people around you that are, that are at a higher level and who know more can just open up things for you. I think, you know, I've had a lot of mentors and a lot of people, a lot of colleagues, I'd say probably uh, my coach and I'm going to interview her soon, Carolyn Soldo. Um, she was the one I hired to do my, um, my, the funnel mm -hmm. and, um, and help me get started. And then I joined her mastermind and it was an amazing place to be with people who were making, you know, $80,000 a month, a hundred thousand dollars a month. And it opened my eyes to what's possible mm -hmm. because I think by the time I got down there, I was, like I said earlier, I was sort of jaded. 
when I would see these people, I'm making a million dollars. I thought, sure you are. I've been around for eight years <laughs> and, right. I, and I, and it's not happening for me. And I, I really thought most of these people were making it up or maybe they were just like the lucky ones or something, you know, like there was something different about them. But when I got inside of a group of high end people and I got in front of a mentor who was actually doing that, I, I saw they're not any better than me. Like they're not any different than me. It's just, you know, it opened my eyes so much. And I think that was the biggest thing. I was like, again, in my own way with the possibilities. So it doesn't, I don't have like one particular person. I think mm -hmm. it's just been a stepping stone of people along the way that have helped, but without having someone to guide me, that's when I start to veer off. That's when things go a little bit well, you know, I think as uh, you, you probably know, as entrepreneurs, we are never at a lack for ideas. Right. Squirrel, like the yeah. shiny things come up. I'll do, I'll do this and then I'll do that. <laughs> like we need someone to focus us and keep us and sort of, and also sometimes talk us down off the ledge because sometimes, you know, it's, it's not easy. Like there are days, not all rainbows and sunshine, right? There are bad days and bad months and amazing days and amazing months. And so I think having someone there that you can, who understands you is, is the way to go. Even, and you know, just because online courses online now, maybe I think for the first time ever, since I've been doing this, people are starting to understand what online businesses are because of, you know, what's happened in the last six months. Mm -hmm. Because before that, I think my, I think my mom still doesn't know what I do, you know, and I've been talking about doing this for years. Now, what is it again? Some kind of training? You know, I mean, I think that now everybody's starting to see and, and, and online, you know, courses are becoming the norm for so many. And even before, you know, COVID hit, but um, the, you know, just becoming such a, a, an easy way to deliver and have people take and learn and, and grow. But um, and unless before that, you know, some people would, I would go to these networking meetings and they had no idea what I was talking about. So having someone who knows what you're doing, who's there with you, who's leading you and lifting you up, um, I think whoever that is for you. That you bring up the point about someone basically pulled the cover off your eyes on what's possible. You have <clears throat> been one of those people <clears throat> for me mm. and I was very much like you looking at these people online and like, oh, okay, like you make the, all right, cool. And it was not until going through your conference right before COVID actually, um, and working the math on the courses, because truly this is one of the only ways you can scale. And because I didn't understand that world, I did not understand the potential of it. And going through the course and working backwards on the math and then having my own experience with the successful launch, it really opened my eyes like, oh, these people are for real. This does actually happen. Like, wow, wow. And this is how it happens because you create the course once and you can sell it again and again and again and again. And it's such a time and energy saver and it's such a great way to scale your expertise. And I just, I think that's so interesting that you also have that experience because that was definitely me. I was looking at people online completely just like, this is such BS. Nobody's doing that. Right. But they are doing it. And then I went through it 
and it was you had like, a great launch. Yeah. Oh, it was so fun to <laughs> open up my email. Like, what? It's the thing. Here. <laughs> but it was such a realization to what's possible. And I realized that week it, it had been me the whole time that was holding it up. Yeah. And, you know, I just, I'm sure there are people going through that same experience that we went through. Yeah. And once you sit down and build it and work the numbers and work the marketing system and work the funnels and all of those incredible things, you see that these people are not full of it. <laughs> you see it in your own bank account. Right. So that's, that's, um, that's really interesting. I did not know that you also <laughs> came from a place of like, what is going on here? Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's so true. On, online is definitely the way of the future. Did you help other people work less and make more? Yeah. What has been your best moment since you have turned in the business to working less and making more? What has that allowed you to do that has been your favorite part? My favorite part um, like a favorite moment or yeah. Like, was it a trip or getting to spend more time with the kids or just, I think, you know, there's been, there's been a lot, there's been, you know, there's been little things along the way. Um, a couple years ago before my kids were driving, I was the volleyball mom. I was the basketball mom. I was the one that put all my kids, you know, all the kids in the car and drove to all the games because I could, you know, because I could say, yep, well, I'll be there at 2.30 to pick you up when we're going. And like, and I was the one that was like the field trip mom. But I think one of the biggest things that happened recently, very recently, was um, just at the end of the summer. Obviously, we've been kind of behind closed doors and not being able to go anywhere. And um, we found out that the girls were actually going to start school and go to school. And we were like, let's go somewhere. And so it, this literally was a Sunday and, we're, and my kids were like, let's go to Universal Studios. And I was like, is it open? You know, we were like looking. Right. <laughs> yes, it's open and it's, they have a deal going on. And so we literally booked the tickets, booked to the hotel, and we left Wednesday morning. So That's this awesome. was like Sunday night. And I was like, there's a couple little things I have to redo in my schedule, but not like I had to just tweak one little thing. And we went. So it with like two days notice, we were able to leave and go for five days down to Universal Studios the week before school started so that I could spend, you know, that time with the kids before we, not really kids now, they're almost 18, but the girls <laughs> and go have a blast. And I didn't have to say, oh no, I have too much, th you know, I have too much work or I can't do that. Or I, I need three weeks notice. Like I, it was like almost, it was immediate. And I thought that was so you know, I still kind of have these moments of, wow, you know, I have built something that does support me. I still want to work less and make more, obviously, but I've built something that really does support the time I have, the senior year I have this year with my girls, you know, mm -hmm. as they are doing applying to colleges and we're going to go see colleges if we can and having that time. But that, that Disney or that universal trip was, was the one that kind of made me realize, wow, this is working. <laughs> this yeah. really works, right? <laughs> That's awesome. Just that, it, you know, it provides you that freedom. Yeah. The financially freedom. that you can do that, but the time. The time has become more precious to me 
as I'm just turning into my 50s now, like the money, of course, but it's more about the time because you can't get more time back. Right. You can always make more money, but the time and the kids just keep growing, you know, things keep going. And so I want to live my life. I want to be out there and I want other people to do. And that's, you know, that's why I do what I do is because I want other people to have the same um, thing and have that same experience with their own kids. And, you know, you've got little ones, you've got so much time, you know, to, to do things with them. So um, that's awesome. So Donna, tell us a little bit about what you've got going on now and how people can connect with you if they have questions or want to learn a little bit more about what's going on in your world. Yeah, well, obviously starting a new podcast. So that I'm so excited to be, you know, coming every week and interviewing some amazing people uh, and doing some teaching and, and showing you guys how to kind of get behind the scenes of um, having this power of courses to work for you and your business. So I'll be, of course, over there. And um, one great thing that I just have, I'm getting together is a quiz. So if you're not sure if courses are right for you, if you're like, I don't know if this is the right timing or do I have enough expertise or, you know, should I jump into doing a course? I've been thinking about it. Um, I have a course quiz you can take, which will really walk you through the stages and what you need to know if it's the right timing for your for your course to be birthed out into the world. So you can um, take that quiz. It only takes a few minutes. It's really fun. And it will really give you um, a great readout, right? Like immediately you'll get the, the results and it will let you know kind of where you are in the process and if you're ready to move forward. So you can get that at, and I'll put that, I'm sure we'll have it in the show notes, but um, createyourcoursequiz.com. So you can go hop on over there and, um, and, and take that. And, um, then you'll know kind of if I'm ready to move on, if I'm not, if you are, um, you can always jump on my website, DonnaAshton.com. And I have a lot of resources over there. I have a YouTube channel. I'll link over there with tons of free resources where you can watch some videos and, um, connect with me. And if you're ready, you can also have a, um, a leverage session with me. I do a complimentary session if you want to talk through your idea and if you're ready to get started with your course, we can have a session and I can make sure that you are ready to rock and roll with that. So I will link all of that um, there. And um, yeah, I'm just super excited. And thank you so much, Whitney, for kind of being the one to kind of tap in behind the scenes here to, to um, you know, me getting started with this podcast and I knew you'd be great to kind of interview me and and yeah uh, so I mean it's my pleasure you have absolutely you've changed my life and my business um I can't wait for other people to hear the stories that you're sharing behind the scenes you know we're all in this together and as entrepreneurs it can can just be as simple as putting one foot in front of the other and and meeting people who are doing the same so I'm super excited and proud of you that you're you're launching this and it's well, going to be awesome. You've been an amazing client and uh, I'm sure I'll have you on to, to tell your story about your journey through that. And I thank you so much for coming here, having a great time chatting about me and, and getting started on my podcast and my business. And um, yeah, sounds awesome. great. Perfect. Well guys, thanks for listening. Definitely check out the show notes. Donna's got some great resources there and we will see you in the next episode.
Thanks so much for dropping in and spending time with me. Does your dream of working less seem a bit closer after that episode? Mine does. And I hope you got some juicy nuggets to inspire and move you closer to your goals. And if you're wondering if you are ready to do this, hop over and take the Create Your Course quiz for instant results on your next step in the course process, createyourcoursequiz.com. Check the show notes for all the links at DonnaAshton.com forward slash podcast. Before you go, if you enjoyed the conversation, make sure to subscribe to the show to get new episodes each Thursday as they come out. And if you're on the Apple Podcast app and want to leave us a quick review and some love, that will help spread the word to motivate others to work less and make more.